Hello and welcome back to Scarves Around the Funnel, the podcast dedicated to Heart of Midlothian Football Club, now on show number 99, our official 99th show, so stick a flake in this episode or celebrate with 99 maroon balloons, possibly. I am Laurie Dunsire and I'm about to ask Mark Donaldson, who is the greatest ever hearts number 99? Well, we've only had one, haven't we? So it'd be, he- <laughs> it'd be him. Is that the right answer? He would have to be the only one, the uh, magnificent Donis Avdi. Remember him? Remember him? Wow, I thought I thought we'd signed the second coming of Christ with a, when he joined. I mean, he got a bit confident much. Yes. Just, just, just play, play football, son. Yes. Um, we'll dive right into that. Why not? Because I, I, I was, I was tickled remembering Donny's FDI, and I think you highlighted this when he first signed. Before I'd even seen him, saying, "You know, just calm down with 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 this level of um, confidence. There is no country, no city in the world where I don't score. I score everywhere." That was Donny's FDI in January. Shortly after signing a six-month deal at Tynecastle, one start, a total of 115 minutes uh, for Hearts, no goals, no assist, uh, missed an absolute sitter on his debut, gave us at least two terrible final deliveries, and now apparently heading to the German third tier. Mm. Why don't we tie in <laughs> that with with last week's sex scandal? Did he ever clarify what he meant by scoring and where exactly he meant that he scored? Because in Greek mythology, Adonis was the god of beauty and desire. So maybe that's what he meant. Did you see that stupid moustache he was sporting? Didn't like that. Uh, yeah, do you know what? When we when we did last week's show, and I listened back to it, and you, the player Vanacek thought, "Oh, this this guy sounds decent." Have the eye. Oh, okay. The the comments that we read, because as as we go back many weeks, and we're like, what? and I'm sure we'll talk about it today. Popescu, yeah. Well, I've been on tra- transfer market and wise guy. Well, we've got no idea. We just have whatever we've seen so far, or what St. Mirren fans have seen so far. So you've got to go on quotes. And you've got to go on trolling websites and whatever, which is dangerous. So we thought with Vanacek, with his comments, yeah, this could be something. We thought with Avdi, okay. The pair of them were shite. Do you remember the remember the fuss about um, a certain Juan Oshaniwa as well? Oh, holy God. He had Messi in his pocket at the World Cup. Oh, Juan. Jog on, not Juan. <laughs> me. I wasn't going to... Yeah, I won't go into the whole... Oh, um, players with uh, double-digit squad numbers at the same digit, um, because I noticed we've had 44s, 55s, 66, 77, 88, and 99. Would you believe? Two 77s. We've had everything. Gonçalves was a 77, wasn't he? Yes, he and a certain Riotaro Mechino. So he was. Who I believe has joined Portuguese side Rio Ave. Okay. Um, Let's see how he gets on there. Because that, that was another one. It's all to do with the hype that, that players come with and how much they're built up. Maybe that's the fault of us. Uh, maybe it's the fault of, of the media. But, but like, we need a story, but it's up to the players. You, we, we're clinging on to everything. We see the Klaxon or whatever Hearts website now does to announce new signings on Twitter. I woke up this morning and um, I saw we'd signed 
this guy Popescu. Um, so you, you read the comments, and I know we're going <laughs> to we're going to get into more beef today to do with St Mirren and Hearts. But the sensible St Mirren fans, of which there are fourteen, believe it, believe it or not, so, that there are there are fourteen. Yes. Um, is that their, the is that their of, season ticket holders? <laughs> <laughs> they, they were saying that this guy did a, a right good job for us um, when it, when he was here, and, and and good luck to you. And I thought. This will never work. You can't be nice to people on Twitter. This It just defeats the whole purpose of social media. It's the way it was intended to be, first of all. But it's just we've just become we've become a, a global hatred nation of of anger. <laughs> and I know that doesn't make any sense, but neither will most of this podcast. Because having been inside a bubble and having looked at planes for two weeks. I'm looking forward to getting into the conversation about Zlamal and the reaction at the new signing that, that Hearts made and various other things as well. Because I think I'm usually all right at reading a room. I think I've got this completely wrong. So we'll get into that over the next hour or so. We certainly will. So we will talk um, talk the new signing. We'll talk the um, transfer out the way, uh, however short a deal it may be, and the fallout from that, and uh, maybe a look ahead to, dare I say, some Hearts football coming up uh, very soon. Okay, so very briefly, I wasn't necessarily going to mention it just now or at all, but you've you brought it up, so I thought we might as well have uh, a quick uh, uh, touch on the uh, signing that Hearts have made, which was confirmed just today, which is the day of recording, which is Thursday the 17th of September. And it is, as you say, Mark, the Romanian central defender Mihai Popescu, 27-year-old, who has signed a two-year deal with Hearts. He's been with Dinamo Bucharest since he first became a senior player, but he's had multiple loan deals over the last seven years, including to St Mirren last year, where he played 17 league matches. And indeed, as you pointed out, now I I think I probably commented on him, but I cannot remember anything good or bad about him. But the six foot two defender certainly seems to um, be fondly remembered by some Mirren fans based on Twitter comments, which is, I guess, all you can go on. Um, I suppose from my side, it's a position we needed covering. It's a position where he apparently was at least competent in the top flight in Scotland before. <laughs> so. That's yeah. our level now. Are you competent, sir? Come on, join us. <laughs> he played. He played um, for about half a season's worth in a, a top-flight Scottish team, and their fans seem to think he was, at very least, decent. So I'm sure he would hopefully be able to do a job for us. And it's one of these, isn't it, where you can, you know, like you say, players on paper can look like they're going to be the bee's knees. They're going to be the next big thing. They're going to be great, and they end up being shite. And sometimes you get an underwhelming signing, which turns out to be great. This could go either way, but yeah, that's that's about all you can take, isn't it? <laughs> I'm looking at Dinamo Bucharest, who've not won yet this season. Um, just the two draws out of out of three and a defeat. He's not featured yet, and it's pretty fair to say, like if he was going to feature uh, in the top flight in, in a, a country like Romania, we probably wouldn't have got him. Um, he's not going to join. Hearts in the championship. Not in the championship. On... I would. I mean, no. I would in, say in Romanian top league, flight yeah. is the creme de la creme. But oh come on! I mean, the outside Celtic and Rangers in the top flight. Let's not let's not kid ourselves on here. That's League One 
maybe bottom end of the championship. So there's no surely there's no difference between that. It's, like, it's a typical Scottish thing. Hungarian first division. He must be shite. Wait a minute here. The Hungarian top flight, the Romanian top flight. Do we watch it? No, we don't. But they they still do all right and reasonable in, in, in European competitions. So, uh, oh, come on. I mean, they're, they're getting past the first qualifying round, which at times our, our clubs don't I'm, do. I'm, I'm just saying, I don't... Uh, look, I'm, I'm not saying Hearts would go and, you know, we got beat by a team from Malta last time we were exactly. in Europe. I'm, exactly. I'm... So the, the high ground, whether it's moralistic or, or whatever, the high, the high ground is something that can maybe be taken. But look, he's not playing for Dinamo Bucharest. If he was, he wouldn't be coming to the Scottish Championship. So the fact he's not playing, the contacts that Hearts have, have got to, to get him, maybe it's his agent putting a call in, maybe it's Hearts, or, or ha- however it's come about, I'm pleased he's here. And... It got me thinking, because the submitting fans, the sensible ones, the 14 of them that, that kind of responded, they kind of said he was a big threat from, from set, pay, set plays and set pieces. So just because, and here's, an, here's another example of the kind of snobbery. Oh, I've never heard of him. He must be rubbish. No, come on now. There are certain signings that teams make that you can think to yourself, you know what? At the time, I was a bit, uh, but my God, what a good signing that could be. It's the same as Shane Duffy at Celtic. Now, Shane Duffy's got two and two, and Shane Duffy will probably get a few more before the end of the season, because from a set piece, if the delivery is good, he is a big threat. He's probably the number one guy that they would aim for um, over anybody else. And it might be the case that Popescu is that guy for Hearts, which got me thinking, who are the best players that we have had in our lifetime of watching the football club? So that, that'll be different, different strokes for different folks. So who are the best at attacking deliveries, whether it's from corners or decent balls in. Because McPherson was always a target because he was so tall. Um, what about Bouzid? He, he was always okay. He was brave. We're looking at brave, strong, powerful defenders that are going to put their head in among the boots. Who can you recall off the top of your head that was like that? Presley um, was was obviously... Presley was, I, I he, thought, he was... He was right up there. Webster was good near as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they were both a good pair up there. I mean, one which, I guess stands out because he was often actually moved into attack and it was in that era as well was Kevin McKenna who was McKenna, yeah. terrific leap on him um, Willie, Jim, Willie Jimison was another I know he wasn't with Hearts um, for long and we remember that goal against Celtic but he scored it wasn't a header it was from, from distance but uh, Craig Levine always had a thing about big physical sides because he thought if he could if he could find someone that could cross a ball and he could dominate aerially and go diagonal or, or whatever and from the St. Mirren fans seeing Popescu last year and, and saying that he was always a goal threat, we we, we have some um, goal threats, but this, this gives us more of an option. But the bottom line is, you can have you can have ten, uh, well, nine players in, in the box, but if you don't get a, a good delivery, so maybe this is part of Robbie's plan for, for the new year or the new season and that he needs good deliveries, he needs wingers to get yeah. the ball into the box. And if we can get good deliveries, then it sounds like Popescu is, is someone who isn't frightened, is fearless, and, and will attack and, and will try and score. So I'm all, I'm all for that. Is Popescu, I'm guessing it's quite a common Romanian name. Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> just, just picturing um, a certain Georgi Popescu, who was not a bad Expert. player himself, was he? Yeah, he was good. He was good. I would think of him playing for Barcelona in the sort of mid-90s. But, um, 
he was a decent player. If, if he can do half as well as uh, Georgie Popescu did in his career, then I'm sure we're on to a winner. But, um, do do we have any other Romanians who've ever played for Hearts apart from Dumitru Kopil? Did Kopil, Kopil never played though, did he? He was there. Yeah, he, was there. He, never, he never played. So I, I, don't, uh, I, would, I would guess without checking, I'm going to quickly try and check that we haven't had anyone who's played for us. Um... So is he Cop- the only one previously? Copio's the uh, only he, he one did, who's been on did, the books. He did. He played twice. He played Not twice competitive. Against... Doesn't matter. He played twice in two well, friendlies. It Kloppenberg. It does. Kloppenberg and Morocco. Morocco. Oh, 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 of course. He played as Morocco. Mor- he played on a Hearts jersey. It doesn't matter. He played Morocco. Oh, it's not even Morocco. It's Morocco. Swallow- Who the hell are Morocco uh, Swallows? Yeah, are they not like a South African? Yeah, they are. They're a South African team that Hearts played in the friendly in, in 2007, and they beat us. He pulled on a Hearts jersey, so that counts. I don't care if it's a friendly. I've pulled so, on a Hearts jersey. and Oh, don't be pedantic. I've played as many competitive games for Hearts as any Romanian up until now. Oh, don't, well, so have I. Don't be a dick. Come on. <laughs> Let's move on. Yes. Okay, so from transfers in to transfer out. Uh, uh, uh. Here we um, go. Interesting one. So, uh, ahead of St. Mirren's game with Hibs, uh, the weekend just passed, goalkeepers Jack Anik and Dean Linus, former Hearts, uh, tested positive for COVID as part of the screening programme that the top flight clubs do in Scotland. Um, because of their close contact and training with uh, Peter Urminski, their other goalkeeper, um, all three goalkeepers had to isolate. Now, this meant that St Mirren, um, I think it was it was maybe the day before or two days before, but it wasn't long. It was within 48 hours before the Hibs game anyway. Um, needed cover, ASAP. Um, otherwise, they were looking at putting in either goalkeeping coach, Jamie Langfield, or possibly an outfield player. Um, very Sunday league. Um, then... Rumours surface that maybe Hearts would be the team to come to their rescue with a short-term loan deal um, for Bobby Slamal. And indeed, it came to fruition on the day of the game that Bobby Slamal would move to St Mirren for an initial week to help cover between the sticks. Now, this caused um, a, a right backlash, a, a, right, um, a right load of reactions from Hearts fans to the decision to do this. So I saw a lot of negative stuff out there and, I, I, and I've and i heard a lot of people, people I know with that as well. And we put a tweet out to try and get some reaction to it. And we have had um, lots of people with, I would say, um, angry responses or at least unhappy. But interestingly, I had a look through them just before we came on the show. There are a few more um, who have gone the other way with it as well, a bit more than I expected. So I want to go through... Some of these, and I'll also get your thoughts as well, Mark. So we're going to go both sides. I'm just interested to see what everyone thought. So let me start with um, let's let's see the more positive reactions, and then I'll get your thoughts, Mark. Uh, so Anne Waddle said, "It's only for a week, and I really don't have a problem with it. Good that we can be the bigger man, um, gets him some proper game time, and would hope teams would help us out if this situation was reversed. Appreciate I'm probably in the minority." Uh, although 
probably in the minority, but not um, not alone. Uh, Ian White says, we have come out of the whole issue looking better, even if Bobby didn't have the greatest of games. This is obviously posted after his debut against Hibs. Uh, this lack of integrity by the SPFL is shocking, as St Mirren would have had to field an outfield player in goals if they didn't get a goalie. That's Karma Goodwin, which is a fair point. Uh, John McKellar says, We've taken the high ground and shown our class. We kept the heed and did what's best by Bobby. Uh, Steve, I think we're playing this long term. Clubs will be messed around by the SFA and SPFL throughout this crisis. And when clubs are in dire straits, hearts will help. Yes, no one did that for us, which is why we're all raging. But I think there is a maroon lining to all of this. Uh, Robert Allen uh, we showed ourselves to be the decent principal club that we asked the other 41 to aspire to be. We led by example. It also benefits us. Bobby will play three more competitive games in a week than the entire squad will in the next three weeks. We have a Derby semi-final coming up. Robbie's job is to get the team in the best shape possible for the start of the season. This decision, however unpalatable, helps to do that even just a little People saying Bobby might not even play. It's not like he plays for a club decimated by injuries for 18 months, eh? <laughs> That's another fair point. Uh, Flitch says, clubs have to do business. That won't stop. We only uh, Do we only loan out uh, young players to teams on our we'll still get on with them list? I hate St Midden. <laughs> Would rather we hadn't done it, but the only heart slogan might be hard to maintain when dealing with players and cutting deals. Uh, Matthew Harold. Bobby is probably going to be either third or fourth choice keeper, depending um, on Harry Stone and whether he gets loaned out. And as Jim Goodwin says, he owes Robbie one now. So if there's a St Mirren player that Robbie wants, they'll want they'll more likely to do business with us. Uh, Murray Watson says, I'm torn. I don't like St Mirren, but they were shafted by being made to play when they were looking after their players, unlike Aberdeen and Celtic. If we'd not, uh, if we'd not, the SPFL would have uh, would have been shown uh, to be the charlatans they are. Also, how did the possibility get leaked? All being said, uh, we took the high ground. They're not in our league. Bobby gets much, uh, gets some match practice. And if we'd said no, it would have been the open season on Hearts again and SPFL attitude being swept away again. Uh, go through just a quick few more of these. Odd shaped balls says loaning a shite player out to a shite team. Can't see the issue. If it was a player who was in our plans, I may be a little hacked off. But come on, Bobby Slamal, and apparently he threw one in. Um, didn't have the best debut, although now we're speaking, which is after these messages were sent. To be fair, um, he apparently played a blinder against Celtic and ironically saved an Edward penalty. Just um, just a little bit over a year too late, Bobby. <laughs> um, <laughs> had to say it Mark Wells, it's a non-story with the last 8-12 to 12 months we've been saying he ain't good enough and we have too many keepers three of whom are old get folk like Bobby out of the way, give chances to our youngsters it's why Gordon is there the St Mirren element is unimportant to me it's all just a bit petty we as a support need to move uh, move away from mourning every opportunity we have as it is really counterproductive I don't really care for Bobby so I'm not really bothered who he plays for either I like um, that. I like that. Yep. Stephen Maxwell, I have no issue with it. Another club who needs a goalie, and we were in a position to help. Uh, Jolly Boy Jim says, it's simple. Hart's got money. Bobby gets three games in a week. St. Mirren get to see what it's like having a crap keeper. Win, win, win. Our fans like a moan. I'm just glad they'll never be running the club. <laughs> um, two more I'll quickly throw in. Um, Will Stevenson says, 
and has always said there is no place for self-interest in Scottish football during the pandemic. And despite the agendas of other clubs, SFA and SPFL, we've taken the higher ground here yet again. End of. Um, And Billy Steedman says, Initially, I was like, WTF. Now on reflection, I couldn't give a flying fuck. Cheers, lads. (laughs) Well, What do you think, Um, Mark? Well, for a start, those were all of the same kind of opinion and that they weren't, they were pretty much nonplussed about it. I think, as you said, with Anne's message right at the beginning, um, they were in the minority and I'm sure there were many more, uh, which we don't have time to, to, to read. We're trying to give a balanced viewpoint here that, yeah, there, there are people that, that I don't know, have an issue with it or don't care about it, but there were many more that, that got angry about it. Okay. A couple of things. One, you can tell we're desperate to have football back again because, uh, I'm not saying it's a non-story, but a story like this got 20 pages of posts in one thread on Jambo's kickback or HMFC kickback. Okay. That wouldn't happen if there was goalkeepers to moan about, performances to moan about, something else to moan about. It's just there was nothing else to really talk about. So that was, that was the story that did the headlines. I have to say I'm, I'm surprised that the avalanche it became from a, a, a small, what I considered a small issue at the top of the mountain. And then boom, suddenly the next thing it's, there's anger everywhere, um, and I get I get the anger. Um, I just I, I it's a it's a storm in a teacup for me. Um, I like the the we're bigger than this, we're better than the, the, than this. What are we going to do? Is it going to be between us, Partick and and Inverness, the three clubs, just to, to loan players? Oh, and and Stranraer as well. <laughs> yeah, is it is it going to be between the four of us to loan players and and do stuff? Come on, I mean. Is it ideal? No. Does it need 20 pages of, of, of content? I don't think so, but there's, there's not much else to talk about. I think, I think the bigger issue here, and something that would, wouldn't even have arisen, and we wouldn't have had our 20 pages, or we wouldn't have had our chat right now, is if a decision that was the SPFLs to make initially um, was, was slightly different. And that, that brings me on to Stuart Gilmore. I think this is more of a story here than the, there's the Malster. I, to be honest, I don't really care. It's it's close season. I mean, if you want to get angry about it, then that's fine. I mean, come on, just chill out a little bit more. But I understand the anger. And and because of, oh, look what they did to us. That's fine. I get that. Different people have different thoughts about different things. And um, the the level of anger towards one club is different between fan X and fan Y. Fine. Okay, let's move on. Let's go to Stuart Gilmore here. This is where I think there's a, a big element of hypocrisy in this. Okay. Stuart Gilmore, earlier this year, criticised Hearts going down the legal route over the relegation, or the demotion, as it was, not relegation. Quote from Stuart Gilmore, This carry-on of Hearts threatening to take legal action for me is just nonsense. Absolute nonsense. If you don't want to abide by what the league decides and the (laughs) league rules, then go and play somewhere else, go and find another league. It undermines the integrity of football, in particular in Scottish football was his quote to do with the SPFL saying they weren't allowed to call the game off. So he says that that undermines the integrity of football in Scotland, yet when Hearts do what most clubs would have done if they could afford it and take legal action in a bid to turn around what they felt, which was um, a nonsense. So how can you say on one hand, if you don't want to abide by what the league decides and the league rules then go and play somewhere else. But on the other hand, when the league rules and the league decides that you have to play on and find a goalkeeper, you're now saying it undermines the integrity of football. 
come on, Mr. Gilmore, that's not the case. That's a nonsense. You can't have you can't have on one hand one thing and then on the other hand the same thing but totally different. Make your mind up, son. Nope, I com- I completely agree, and I had that noted down to to mention. Um, you know, Joel Sked actually um, covered that off in the evening um, in the evening news on Tuesday, and he'd covered uh, what Stuart Gilmore had been saying, but he did also put in there and quote what he'd said earlier. Um, so well done on highlighting that, Joel. And um, no, it's yeah, complete hypocrisy, but probably not surprising. We are going to look at the other side of it as well, though. Before we do that, were you surprised, Laurie, at, at the reaction to this? And what was your take on it? I wasn't surprised. Um, Why? So, because this, the whole, um, the whole situation and the, the whole uh, charade, everything that's gone on over the last few months, has, it's left a lot of, it's left a bad taste in the mouth for a lot of fans, especially Hearts fans. And I, th- I think that, they feel it's a kind of a time to, it's sort of, it's us against them, um, a lot of solidarity, that, defiance. How long and, does that last? How, how long? Cause, because we had the hashtag only hearts, right? And someone I know pretty well, um, and he's a massive hearts fan, is Ian McLeod, who's friends with Gary Mackay, and Ian would go anywhere to watch yep, hearts. Yep. And, and he's even, he's he wasn't changed his, he, <laughs> well, that's what I'm about to say. He's changed his, his Twitter handle because it was, um, it was only heart, and I'm sure he's he's changed it to sometimes, oh, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes heart. Or, or, or may, yeah, may. so I, I, I get. I just I wanted to get your side of things because I, I, having not, I'm not in the country, right? So I, I don't, I can't speak to Hearts fans every day unless it's online or or whatever. Or my pals, I chat from time to time with them. So it's not like you. I can go to the pub or chat hearts. Well, or, I can't go to the pub very often either, but yeah. Not now, not now, but it just took me back a little bit. I can't, I don't have any issue uh, with it. I was just surprised. And that's why I'm, I was talking right at the start about reading a room. I'm normally all right at, at reading the room and the kind of feeling, but I just totally got this one wrong. But you're not surprised. That's I'm not surprised, no. I, I, that's, Hearts fans very much want the club to, I guess, now be all about hearts, which I think is why they they do buy into and like the only hearts sort of slogan that's that's been out there that you know we've been treated like shit. Let's let's just think about ourselves now. Um, now don't get me wrong. So this, this it's I'm in the middle on this because the deal alone, I don't rate Bobby so well. I I think we would get rid of him if we if we could, or he's at best just going to be back up to to Craig Gordon, of course. Um, I don't think is a very good goalkeeper. Um, we're loaning a keeper who I don't rate very much for a few days to another club. Uh, doesn't mean an awful lot to me, but I think from my point of view, it would have been easier from a PR perspective not to do it. I, I, I would be surprised if Hearts weren't aware, at least people weren't aware of the reaction from it. Um, you know, For the sake of getting Bobby Slamal a couple of games, our second or third choice goalkeeper, um, and, you know, however much, you know, maybe a couple of grand or whatever we might get if we're paying his wages over that. It's, it, is that really much benefit? I just think it would have been an easy win to not do it. But at the same time, me personally, I wasn't outraged. I don't know. I just think from a PR perspective, um, it was maybe a little naive that they would have, not expected this reaction. No, I wasn't. I was not surprised by the reaction at all. 
Do you do you do you think that Hearts read the room wrong? <laughs> Possibly, but then at the same time, I mean, you know, people have talked about Robbie Nielsen making the decision. It will be, it'll be, it'll be Robbie Nielsen making the decision. Robbie Nielsen will think about from a football perspective. So I mean, that's the other way to look at it. I mean, he's not gonna he's not gonna make a transfer or not make a transfer based on on how fans might react. I, I, to be honest, it's, he's the no, manager. If he thinks. Not. So it's it's a hard one because I, I think if you just look at it from a PR perspective, I think it was a bad move for for little benefit. But take the PR, you know, Robbie Nielsen's not really going to care about the PR too much, is he? He's he'll, he'll he's there to get the best for the football club on the park. Um, so it's a difficult one, as I say. I don't it doesn't really. If we'd loaned him Craig Gordon, I probably would have been pissed off. Um, more mainly because you know. I'd rather keep him with us and avoid the risk of injury. You know, albeit you might see maybe a couple of top flight games would be good, but you know, crap keeper going to a club which will probably be doing pretty crap in the season. But let's hear what the fans say because we we got a lot of responses from people who were in the boat of of, of Ian, like you said. Um, Jamie Knox says, in the world of Scottish football self-preservation, I prefer prefer that we told them to bolt and would have added to the SPFL making it up as they go along if St Mirren had played with an outfield player in goals as well. It's um, Is that petty? You better believe it. Um, F them all. Hashtag only hearts. Um, see, you could, we could have said, hearts have rejected the loan bid for Bobby Slamal. Fuck them all. Hashtag only hearts. Two f bombs already. We uh, come on. That's Sorry, tremendous. I do apologise. Um, but I'm reading things out, so it's not my fault. Jordan says, "Poor from the club helping them out. Um, should have told them to bolt, but also if it helps get him away from our club, it's a positive. Uh, to be honest, sending them one of our worst keepers we've ever had is also genius. It's kind of pushing them, uh, punishing them. Sorry. Hopefully he doesn't come back ever. Well, that that turned into a slight positive. Wow." Um, Andy Grant, it was a moment to score a massive point with the fans and we failed again. Unless Bobby moves on, it wasn't worth it. Let's face it, he's an awful keeper and as long as he starts, the minimum will lose by more than one. Um, obviously, that was before the Celtic game where he apparently played a blinder and um, they did still lose, but not by more than one. Um, Maximus Hound it shows that Hearts are either A, totally out of touch with the general feeling of the support, or B, don't care, slash will dismiss it for the sake of a pitiful loan fee. Not sure which is worse. Um, Oscar's dad. Uh, I, it got the SPFL out of a hole. Farcical that they insisted the game went ahead. Would have highlighted their incompetence even more had uh, St Midden had to use Langfield as an outfield player. Not sure Anne and Cole really know their fan base. And just to quickly to jump in between some of the messages we've had. It is a bit farcical, you know. If we take away, um, obviously our partisan and tinted specs, it is a bit farcical that they were going to make them play. In all honesty, but I think this is where the problem is with this making up as they go along. Where you know, Simeon, sorry, Aberdeen and Celtic, who'd um, actually broken rules and had to had and were able to, I guess, not play games, and we've now got you know. You know, people people innocently get COVID without doing anything wrong. It's just the way it's going to happen. But then, what can you do? I, I suppose it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because well, we've seen PSG in France start the season with a couple of defeats, mainly because half their team weren't available, or half their big names weren't available. But what do you do? You, 
if we if we cancel every game, we'll never get the season played out. But if we play games, you're going to get farcical situations like this. It's going to happen again. I'm pretty certain it's going to happen again. Something similar. Here's one for you. Stuart, Stuart Gilmore, back to him, said there's no way that Rangers or Celtic would have been asked to play a game if they were without three goalkeepers. Do you think that is true? Well, Wednesday, Wednesday first um, Old Firm game. It's not long, isn't it? It's oh, October 7th. It's like a month from today, isn't it? A month it? from today. Do you think if Celtic... If... Um, Who's their goalkeeper now? I can't even remember his name. But the chap they signed this season, if Marcus. he if he gets COVID and it's the same as St Mirren, so he's been training with the other players. This is a this is a day before they play Rangers, so they have to isolate all their goalkeepers. Do you think Celtic will play Rangers with an outfield playing goals, or um, who's their goalkeeping coach these days? Stephen, uh, what's his name? Stephen Woods. <laughs> God Christ, he's getting on a bit, isn't he? In terms of football and age. Where, where are you going with this? Uh, so if, Cel- if Celtic have got no goalkeepers, if, Cel- if, if you know, if, if Celtic, one of the Celtic goalkeepers tests positive for COVID the day before the Old Firm, will they be play- will they be playing fifty year old Stevie Woods in goals or um, I don't well, know, Odson Edward? The precedent's been set now. Right, if if this was Celtic or Rangers first up, then I I don't know the answer. If it was first up, there's no way it would have been they would have been made to play that. If 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 it had been the first, that's what Stuart Gilmore's saying. That's what Stuart Gilmore's saying. I think to be fair, I think that's you know there's a lot of hypocrisy about some of the things Stuart Gilmore said. But if I agree with him, I agree with him saying that. What he's saying in isolation is, I think, a fair point. (laughs) You know, a hundred percent, I agree with that. The issue now. Is if the same thing happens, like you've just said, with regards to Celtic or Rangers prior to an old firm game, or any game, if if we now think that Rangers or Celtic would not have been asked to play, like St Mirren were, but now that St Mirren have been asked to play, there's a precedent. This whole COVID pandemic has been a, a, a walk, a, a stumble into the unknown, because no one really knows what's going to happen. Anyone who predicts has been wrong and there is no precedent. And that's the issue. Now there's a precedent. So whether it's, I mean, I suppose a goalkeeper being a specialised position is is different um, because you can play a midfielder in defence or a striker in midfield or a defender up front if you have to, if you're down to the bare bones. But it's like if, if you've made all three subs, and your goalkeeper gets sent off. Tough luck. You have to put an outfield player in goal. It's why they that's, often that's, allow that's emergency loans. Generally. Yeah, for goalkeepers. Yeah, plus and for goalkeepers as well. But now that now the, there's a there's a marker down. So if if something similar happens again, I mean, can we go through the whole of the rest of the season, whether it's Championship or Premiership or whatever it is, without another goalkeeper who trains with goalkeepers getting COVID and they then have to to do that? I don't know. I hope we can. I hope there's no more. But again, I'm like you. I think it's very unlikely that that we're going to go through the rest of the season um, without any more issues. But if it is a goalkeeping situation, you cannot turn around now, regardless of who it is, if it's Celtic or Rangers, and say, OK, you don't have to play this. No, Because no, St. Yeah. are like, wait a minute. Here, where? Was it one rule for us and one rule for them? So I just I think it could have been handled better. But this, this show's always been about not just identifying problems, but trying to find a solution. 
what would have been the solution? It's easy to come out and criticise the SPFL, and we've done that on, on many occasions, and I think most of the time it's it's justified. So for us to say, well, the way they've handled it, how have they handled this? Could it have been handled better? How could it have been handled better? Are, as you say, this is it's difficult. It's very difficult, because if you call this off, then do you call all the games off in the future? Do you have a backlog of fixtures? Bear in mind, that was a game that, that was meant to be played earlier in the season, um, but was called off. So that was a make-up, and they've still got another. That, was that one of the ball and golly games that they had to call off? Yeah. Yeah. So the thing is, they've still got another one or two to play. So with the with the shortened season that we have, certainly in the Premiership, like eh, September through until um, mid-May, there's not many room. Oh, sorry, there's not much room uh, or many places that you can fit in additional fixtures. So the only reason that, that Celtic played that game last night was because they got knocked out of the Champions League. If they'd been, uh, if they had beaten um, Ferenc Varos, they would have played last night in the next round of the Champions League. They're not in until the what is it the third qualifying round of the Europa. So there was a free midweek for them. That's the only reason they played last night. There's not many free midweeks. It's a difficult one. Um, uh, it I'll, is. I'll keep going through some of the. We've we've got a few things here. Uh, a few more messages. Stuart Moore says a divided set of responses, which is hardly surprising after the last few years. It does fly in the face of only hearts, which now seems like another empty marketing gimmick. Plus, only twenty four hours before they were on Twitter taking the piss, so was dead against it. And that is that's quite funny. I actually I forgot to mention that the fact that Saint uh, Mirren were promoting the the game against Hibs with a mention of um, a certain Jonathan Obika calling him the heartbreaker. Of course, the player who scored the winner last time Hearts and Saint Mirren had um, met in the last time Hearts. Are, are we going to get? Are we going to get offended by everything? That's, that's a, they that's deleted a it though. Humor. I know, but they on. deleted it after we gave Bobby's Labal. Do you think that was in the contract? <laughs> You'll pay 100% of his wages, seven days. Um, these are the terms. Uh, delete that tweet that you posted last week. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, where, where's humour gone? Really? Where's light-hearted, kind of having a bit of fun? It's not all evil. It, it's not it, all nastiness. COVID not, destroyed it's gone. It, it destroyed, yeah, it destroyed humour. It's never Come on. coming back. It's, it's, it's funny. It's silly. It's stupid. Would we have done the same thing? I would have liked us to have done some. I mean, look at the, the hearts and heads. Oh, we, we were promoting the, the beef Twitter with. Account. Yeah, we were promoting the beef with Robert Borthwick on here. He would have been loving that. It's, of course. Come on, lighten up, people. Um, yeah, may, maybe to an extent. Um, it's got a lot. It's got a lot of airtime. This goodness me for such a trivial matter. 20 here. pages on kickback, 20 minutes here. It's forget just, forget uh, um off the ball being, you know, petty and ill informed. This is this is very <laughs> petty and we're and we're always ill informed. So let's see what else we've got. Graham says absolute joke of a decision. Tony Fitzpatrick said we deserve to go down and yet we help them out. Robbie and Budge have got this badly wrong. We shouldn't be helping anyone when we were basically told to suck it up. We are far too soft and it's a very poor decision. Uh, George Hobbs says PR disaster Hearts fans raging St Mirren fans question mark well who cares but no media um, but no media well done Hearts uh, being the bigger person etc no let's rip the piss out of the goalie who met his defence over lunch uh, nothing in it for Hearts still at least he used Pereira's gloves <laughs> this is true 
Um, on his debut, anyway, uh, didn't look the best. But again, this is before that magnificent performance. Apparently, I didn't watch the Celtic game, but apparently he had a very good display in that one. Um, I don't know whether to take that as a uh, as a positive or a negative that he then played very well against Celtic. I I, I can understand the siege mentality. I, yeah. I, I can get that because we've spoken about that in the past. It's like well, it's all for one. And it's partly, I think it'll be used in, in many ways to... And so it should. And so it should. Um, so I, I, I get that. And I get why there's a lot of people that are that are angry at this. I'm just surprised at how many are angry at it. Because I get Never anger. underestimate this, Mr. Donaldson. There's, no, um... Clearly, clearly. I need to learn how to read a room better. Certainly this room. <laughs> uh, let's see what uh, what, else, what their seed is in the room then Tam Sharp, the Tam Sharp the uh, Dingwall story Tam Sharp says the oh. club got this badly wrong they either don't care about the support or have badly misjudged the mood or uh, misread the room that's me adding that of course um, if I hadn't already renewed my season ticket I'd be giving serious thought right now spineless arrogant or both so very strong words from, from Tam Sharp Mr. A. Trialist uh, says, can see why Robbie might have found it good for Zlamal to get some playing time, but it really is a decision that is so out of touch with the fan base. Personally, I'd have preferred to see them suffer with Langfield, and we shouldn't be helping them out at all after this summer. Um, Did they not lose 3-0? I mean, how much? Uh, So, I mean, come on. How much worse was it going to be? They got thumped. And look, part of me thought, I wonder, I wonder if he's going to go there ahead of the semi-final, knowing that he could do the whole, who's been the worst Hearts goalkeeper over the years who's come out with, Al McGregor's very good at the old knee in the air in the back of someone because they know they get protection. I kind of thought, I wonder if he'll if he'll try that and try and, try and see if he can... I was going to say decapitate. That's entirely the wrong word Lord. For, for, an, for an opposition player. Goodness me. As far as, as the, the thesaurus or dictionary is concerned, there are, there are many. Maybe, maybe just even put a calling card in. That's slightly less um, violent than decapitation. But just a calling card from a cross-in um, on Saturday against Tabernian. And he, he, he might have just... And that person may or may not have been a doubt for for the upcoming semi-final in the Edinburgh Derby in the Scottish Cup. But he didn't. And they lost 3-0. And, um, and it was, yeah. And, and that was that. Uh, let's see uh, Let's see what we've got here. This is my story. Uh, it says, potentially Bobby was looking to move on from the club and had maybe been in discussions with St Mirren and it was Bobby himself that floated the idea. That's my hope. My, my worry, we have again underestimated the feeling amongst the fans and have killed a lot of the good feeling that has been around since the Only Hearts statement. Someone has made a dick of this and in the process heaped huge pressure on Robbie and the boys to start the season flying. Any negative results will be amplified in this decision, the catalyst. And uh, last of all, I'm going to have to just uh, give his uh, tweet a mention because it's Jam Tart Ian. Yes! <laughs> Jam Tart Still still all lowercase, but we'll overlook that. Um, what I don't like is us helping shore up an association and clubs that we, Hearts fan and the board, have continually said are incompetent and driven by self-interest to our detriment. Makes us look stupid. Either we don't moan about the association or we have minimal engagement. Uh, very much 
a lot of strong opinions on both well actually it's a lie the strong opinions are on the negative side i feel like the less negative or the leaning towards maybe positive are more in the lines of well who cares um so who would have thought uh, a seven-day loan of our backup goalkeeper to St Mirren could cause so much to talk about? So much. For... Do you know what, Mark? Here's my. I'm going to use that as a segue because we're oh. going to move on. Because we don't want to be talking about loaning backup goalkeepers and and having you know hundreds of responses and people losing the rag about that. We want to be talking about football, and I'm quite excited, Mark, because in just over a week, I'll be back at Tynecastle. Unless, unless I suppose touch with test positive for COVID, and then they'll have to try and loan a commentator for from I don't from Park Thistle for a week. But yeah, we're we're playing we're playing Park Thistle. We've obviously played some friendlies, but we're playing Partick Thistle at Tynecastle on Saturday the 26th, 3pm. It's the M8 Alliance pre-season trophy, is what I'm calling it. That's what I, I might even introduce it as that. And I'll be there commentating because Hearts TV will be showing it. They'll be screening it live. Why are you not excited? You want me to fake excitement now? Hooray! Come on, it's, I mean... it's, it's going to be over half a year since um it's a, it's a friendly don't be hypocritical and casting yeah but it's different if i'm past. there you're for yeah you're i suppose you're fortunate in that way because... plus you know if, if you're allowed to count um dimitri Coppel playing against um morocco uh swift morocco, or morocco um chaffinch united whatever they were called then i'm gonna i'm gonna say that the m8 alliance trophy is worth more. So, I wonder if I could message, I wonder if I could email Anne and say, I think we should make this a trophy. The um, the Sporting you Integrity can, you, Cup. You, you, you can tell we have short, short of content today. <laughs> 20 minutes on a reserve goalkeeper being loaned out for seven days and, and now we're getting excited about uh, a friendly, which we always have a go and say, well, they're, they're not a waste of time. Well, look, they're, they're Stuart Gilmore can be a giant hypocrite slash arsehole then i'm going to be a giant hypocrite hopefully not too well, just of... just i just wish it would hurry up i wish i wish the season would hurry up and start um it's been a long time since hearts fans were used to to watching more wins than than defeats and i'm assuming and i'm hoping and i see no reason why not that that will be the case this season i, I just want it to to come about i mean it's like the all the sport which was put on hold due to the pandemic finally and slowly coming back just the annoying thing is, there's excitement about the team playing again. There's still that frustration at not being able to be in attendance for the fans who would wish that they would be at Tynecastle even for a pre-season friendly. Never mind the first competitive game of the season. Indeed, and it's it's not long after that that you know the, the news is out that um, obviously the games will be shown live. We expected something like that on uh, on Hearts TV. The the home matches. And it's not long after that that we play Cali Thistle, and that will be on as well. I'm just, I'm just, it, it's, it's getting close to that time, you know. That's, uh, That's, fair. That's Tuesday, fair. so it's, it's what a week and a, just, just over a week after that that we're playing Cali. Um, I'd just be keen to to get it back, and we can actually talk about football games. You know, we can, mm-hmm. 
we can we can moan about um you know shit performances and bad defending and um losing games and misfiring strikers you know the usual stuff can be back again yep that's fair. I mean, well, we just want normality back, don't we? Yeah, we, we're all we're fine with the morning. We just want we're to we're, mi- we're missing misery. We're missing on the, we're missing on the park misery. We need to move that off field misery to to the field of play, and normality will resume. Um, yeah. Well, that was interesting. So I don't know if you've got if you thought up any great homework. The best hearts number sixty six or something. I don't know. No, I just—I don't know if it's homework. I mean, there wasn't there wasn't homework from last week. But just going back to something we were talking about earlier regarding Popescu and his propensity to 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 want to put his head. Popescu's um, propens- a, propensity. Popescu's. Yes, Popescu's propensity uh, or penchant for um, for possessing the football via his head. You, you could use that as a vocal warm up before you go on commentary. Popescu's propensity. Popescu's propensity. No. The, the odd. The audio people wouldn't like that because the P's are the worst. Oh, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, so so I just thought, I don't know if it's, it merits enough for homework. Um, your favourite kind of, uh, or your favourite bravest hearts player. Favourite bravest, okay. And it doesn't have to be those that attack set pieces. It can just be those that you would want in the trenches alongside you. How about that? That have pulled on a maroon jersey. So that could include Dimitri Coppiel. <laughs> but you you wouldn't want him in the trenches because he's just a wee laddie or was he's now thirty by the way that makes me feel really <laughs> that's old. what happens Mark it was like two thousand six <laughs> or something it was like I, yeah and I, I still think I'm in this time warp and I come back and I'm expecting people to be the same age and look the same as they did um, when I left in two thousand and ten so how about that the Hearts player you would want in the trenches alongside you so basically hashtag bravery. Now okay. you could argue you could argue here was Ali Mohlin brave or was he just a nasty bastard? So you've got to be able to separate the two. Stamping on someone, look, anyone can do that, but is, is that <laughs> anyone can steer just well, you walking to work, you know, just stamp on anyone. <laughs> no, on a pitch. Stop it. So <laughs> so bravery. Or or the who you would want alongside you in the trenches. Can you think of anyone that you've seen and go, oh my God, that was brave? Um, or or is, that, is that Hart's problem these days? We don't have enough of these players. Is this what we've been missing? It's interesting. You know, it's a, it's a hard one to look at because, you know, some people will say, I suppose, people who put their boot in or are maybe a bit nasty is the opposite. They might say it's cowardly to, to, exactly. to, to be nasty. Exactly. So it's, and, and I guess bravery, it depends. Are we talking, you know, in a quality kind of way, because I guess in the modern day, they often talk about being brave as showing for the ball and, you know, keep asking for it even when things aren't going well. Um, I'm reading too much into this now, aren't I? Um, no, I guess... but, but it's, got, it's got you thinking. So I think I think there's merit in this. Bravery it... can be anything. Bravery can be attacking headers. Bravery yeah. can be the one who stands up in the middle of a baying time castle and wants the ball, regardless of all the boos that are emanating down from the stands, because they're like, you know what? I need to show them that I'm better than this, that we're yeah. better than this. So that could be brave. I yeah. think that's I think that's got legs. That's, that's a good I know, I agree. It's it's for a change, it's quite a good one. Don't you for a change me. The two before last week, <laughs> you said they were two of the best. I know. You come up I, with one. Just winding up. You're very you're very sensitive today. I'm not um, sensitive. <laughs> I'm not. 
it's yeah. funny. One of the ones that pops into my head is Christoph Berra. Um, and hundred percent. And um, you know, whatever you were saying, you know, and, you know, people who listen to us know we've been heavily critical of Christoph Berra in a quality on the park sense. But you know, in terms of you know, even when he's not fully fit and just throwing himself in in front of shots or challenge, you know, and getting his head on things, I would certainly say brave. You know, uh, you know, brave and being. Um, and being good, or, or still being able to perform to a level, are two different things. And you know, I think back to his first game back after his injury, and it was Rangers at home, um, season before the one uh, that would that didn't finish, and he just threw himself at everything. And you could see he still wasn't very mobile. And it, to be honest, he never really managed to get his full mobility back. But um, Christ, it makes him sound like a pensioner. But um, he just threw himself in front of everything. He was headering everything, every cross he was throwing himself at it, diving headers, um, attacking crosses, attacking corners. And yeah, I would certainly say bravery. He's one that pops into my head, you know, whatever you think of him in a in a footballing sense in, in recent times, um, definitely pops in. That's a good one. I like it, Mark. Well done. Wow. <laughs> so episode 99, done and dusted. Is, is that it? We're finished. Well, what else do you want to talk about? Nothing. I just went. It kind of, there was a part where it meandered and I thought, oh, come on. <laughs> and then it, it zoomed to a finish. I've just, I've just watched a documentary, uh, a 30 for 30, which some of them are, well, most of them are fantastic. Yeah. Um, but this one, this one was on Ben Johnson and it's called 9.79. And just the sprinters and it got us thinking about Usain Bolt, how he, he, he he was like so fast, but he would always end very quickly. I think there's been an element of, I think there's been an element of Ben Johnson about this episode where people listening think, are these guys on drugs? But then we've ended well. We've ended like Usain Bolt. So so there's my segue. Seamless. Excellent. Well, thank you for joining, and we'll be back next week for the the big century. And we'll actually be able to preview a game, even though it's going to be full of Stuart Gilmore-esque hypocrisy because it's a friendly and no one really cares. Um, But I'm going to go complete self-interest. I'm going to go to it. So, yeah, go me, go Hearts, go M8 Alliance trophy and um, go Scarves Down the Funnel. See you next time. (laughs)